This is a Pivotal Conversations podcast. Hey podcast fam, welcome to Hanging For More. It's your host Yasmina. And I'm Maggie. Hanging For More is here to bring you endless laughter and honest conversations. Just remember, if you're loving the podcast, to hit follow and leave us a review as this helps out so much. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Hello and welcome back to Hanging For More. I'm so excited to get into this episode. How are you? I'm good. How are you going? Good. What's new with you? Oh, not much, you know, just trying to get to the bottom of my allergy around my eyes. So feeling better. How are you going? For those who don't know, Maggie had like an allergic reaction all of a sudden and we're still... Five allergic reactions. Five allergic reactions. Pretty bad ones. She had to get like an EpiPen given to her by a doctor. Yeah, Yeah. it's pretty bad. So we're trying to get to the bottom. I'm saying we like I'm her doctor, (laughs) but you know, we're trying to get to the bottom of it. What do you think it is? Uh, I don't know. I think it's probably, I think it was my makeup. There was a particular ingredient that I think I was allergic to and just something that I was working with in the salon. So it's just a process of elimination, but I'll be fine. So back to being pretty today. (laughs) (laughs) How are you going? You actually had under eye filler. That's right. I did. How did you go? I got under eye filler about a few days ago. I decided because I was started to get like these wrinkles underneath my eyes yeah. and I just looked always tired it didn't matter how much I slept so yeah like the dark circles were fine I feel like my eye serum was good but then I remember like you saying you swear by eye filler you yeah love I've it. been having it done for it's years called tea trough filler. it's trough filler yeah it's yeah. the best I really I, I really really loved the process like I thought it was going to be really freaking scary and like it was going to be really painful because it is under the eye but the cosmetic nurse that I went to, she does it like from the cheek and then it like brings it in, up like, through a cannula. No, it looks good. So yeah, it really looks really, good. really good. Yeah, I've been doing it for years. Highly I rate love it. it. Highly rate it. Yeah, I shared it on Instagram um, after I got it done. I did cough a bit of Did you cough shit yeah, for it? Of course. <laughs> of course you did. Of course. There was like this um, girl that was just kind of like really attacking and she was just kind of like, don't show this. Like, fair enough, you get it done, whatever, but don't show it because there are so many impressionable young women who already feel insecure about themselves and you're making things worse. But that's the point. I yeah. feel like like What do you mean? You like actually showing it. Yeah. On social media. Yeah, like the point being is to transparent. Show that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Well, my intention after I got it done was like prior to getting it, like it was probably like months ago, I was like, hey, I'm thinking of getting this done. Yeah. Any experience, like anyone who's had it done, please let me know. Cause I want to know, like, do you regret it? You know, are there any side effects or anything that's happened? Just experience. Yeah. And I got so many people go, I haven't, but if you do get it done, please share your journey because this will be great to see someone get it done because they haven't seen it before. And yeah. I was the same. I was researching on TikTok, Instagram. I, I feel like it's not that afters. common. Like you don't see it even if you're looking no. at pages. Like you don't really see. You'll see lips, cheeks. Or you'll see like them literally putting needles into the eye and you, you skip by. <laughs> yeah, you're like, yeah, I don't I want to see that. I yeah. saw so many on TikTok. Yeah, I agree. And then like after that, I remember I jumped on social media and I was just kind of like, I have a bone to pick. I'm having a bad day, so I'm going to address this. And I had blocked the girl. I didn't respond to nothing because I find with social media, it's so much easier to just block the person and move on. It's just better for your mental health. But I came on and I was like, do you know what? My intention is never to make anyone feel less than. My intention is to show you that not everything is as it seems. People don't wake up and they've got, you know, no bags, no this overnight. Like I didn't use some magic serum that got rid of them. For me, I was that impressionable young girl. I remember looking at women who had eyelash extensions and remember back then when I was younger there was no such thing like that's right it was just like famous people might have got it done and it wasn't a thing then and I remember looking going how can I grow my lashes just like that (laughs) like I want to look as flawless as she does yeah but reality was none of it was real it's not that it wasn't real is that there was cosmetic work done and so for me I was like I want to share this I want young girls to see that it isn't that's not what you look like yeah that's exactly right but yeah and then recently I shared 
about my boob job journey. Like I've already shared it before, but I shared about um, having, you know, one year post-op, what it's like, things that I wish I knew before getting a boob job. And I didn't cut, like cop any backlash from it. I mean, on TikTok, maybe a little bit, but they're yeah. wild on that app. But I wanted to talk a little bit about plastic surgery today because I do feel like it's such a relevant, huge part of today's society yeah like so many are getting it done yeah so many things being done as well so had do you know anyone who's gotten plastic surgery in your life um well I did obviously yeah we went together yeah we went together I know quite a few people have had it done but yeah yeah we say that so casually like we went together basically (laughs) (laughs) basically what happened was I was a no a cup breast chick and I have always wanted a breast implants and I was always scared. And after I gave birth, had my kids, I went to like a double D cup and then I went back down deflated to zero. And I was looking at uh, breast implants, getting it here in Australia. And I went to a bunch of consultations and I remember coming back to you and being like, even the surgeon that I actually want to go with, he's not available anytime soon. Like, I'm going to have to Yeah, I remember months. that. And you were like... Just right. come with me. You're Let's like, go come to with Turkey. me to Turkey to get yeah. it done. What were, you, what were your insecurities before going? Like, what was it that made you want plastic surgery um well for me ever since I was quite young like wait I'm, what did you get done well I had my nose and I had a breast lift okay, because my breasts were the story completely behind out that? Of well for my nose it was something that I wanted to get done since I was probably about 12 or 13 years old um it was just something that I had 12 or 13 yeah wow. I still remember even like my 13th birthday card my 16th birthday card I still remember my friends writing in there like please don't change a thing you're perfect as you are and never forget it because every comment in there was about my nose So for me, that was something that just, for me, I just felt like I needed to have it done. And also just because like, this is going to sound bad, but like culturally, like people would be like, oh, you know, you must be Arab or because, you know, you've got a big nose. And I don't think my nose, yeah. And I don't think my nose was bad, to be honest with you. Like, and no one, like it was fine. I just had this insecurity around it and I just thought, well, I, I want it done. It's on my face. And it was my my own insecurity. So, do you think people like commenting on things like does play a big impact? Oh, one hundred percent. Because if any of my friends had said, "Yeah, your nose is is fucking big," or yeah. "Yeah, you've got you know a big nose or whatever," I would have that that would have been it for me. I would have been like, "Yeah, I would have done it probably a lot sooner than what I." Isn't what it crazy I did? Yeah. how like one person can say one thing to you about your appearance and it can make you want to change almost oh, instantly? One hundred percent. Like That's... I remember when I was a kid. There was this boy and I was in like year seven and this boy was the biggest bully. He was a bad boy, whatever. And I was friends with him because I used to help him with his homework. I was the nerd that was like, come here, you idiot. This is how you do it. And I felt bad for him. And one day I was sweating so heavily and it was summer and I was wearing a long sleeve because I was just, you know, wearing a long sleeve that day. And I had all sweat patched down and he looks at me in a group of people and he was like, Oh, yuck, Yasmina, look at that sweat. And I was mortified. And from that day, I used to put like pads inside my T-shirt because I sweat no matter what what season. Like it's just who I am. I have a heart condition which makes me sweat. Until this day, it makes me very self-conscious seeing any form of sweat marks that I've gotten to the point where I've gotten Botox in my underarms. And that's not because of that comment, but it does – Oh, but that would from, play on you yeah, big time. Yeah, it does. Time. It plays like, on you. Yeah, 100%. And like even with the boobs, so I went with Maggie to Turkey and I got my boobs done. The reason we went to Turkey was A, because they're known for like one of the best plastic surgeons in the yeah. world. And also as mothers, we found it was a lot easier to recover in a in a state, in a country 
in a different country, different world where like you can actually just relax. We were in a yeah, hotel room. We wouldn't have been able to recover, recover yeah. yeah, if we had been here in Melbourne. You like, know, as there mum's no man, way. I would have been like, Bailey! Yeah, I know. Get no. him! He's yeah. crying! No. And I would have pulled the fucking stitch, man. So it was actually, I. Well, really... you're three stitches. <laughs> you <laughs> have pulled well, the one stitch, actually, it's like this small, this small. Maggie got a lot more stitches for her breast sleep and she still gives it to me that because I cut like recovery. a cow, like from one side of my body to the other. It's quite wild yeah. having a breast lift. But yeah, recovery and all that was um, pretty brutal over there. And just doing it overseas was a different different way of doing things. And I don't regret a thing. I don't know about you. No, was- I definitely don't. I'm glad we did it overseas and had the time to recover properly and we were in the best of care so I definitely don't regret it I mean for me personally anyway yeah my journey and my outcome it's yeah it's definitely made me a lot more happier and confident within my own body was there anything that like before getting surgery you wish you knew as in like you wish you could have come up to yourself and been like this and this and this it's something you might not know Um, like you on on the actual day of surgery, like your emotions and everything. I remember that. Yeah, was I was, I started questioning everything. I was just like, fuck, am I being really vain? Is this just because obviously, and I'm, I'd like to say I'm a quite confident person. Like yeah. I'm not one that probably nitpicks at myself, you know, yeah. as much as people probably do. But I just was like, am I doing the right thing? Is this because of, you know, am I influenced by what's on social media um, and what's around me and, you know, friends and family Um, so I was doubting a lot, but at the same time I was like, I'm here now. I need this done. I'm doing it for me. Just kept reminding myself that this is something that I've wanted to get done for a very long time. Mm. Um, and that I was, yeah, most importantly doing it for me and I've come this far and for me to get this far, it was obviously something that I needed to do for myself. So it's obviously always going to be scary anytime you're making a body altering decision. So for Especially me, I think nose, I was like on your face. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. right. Yeah, I, well, I was like, stressing. I'm fucked. If, yeah, well, my boobs, I mean, I can cover them up. Yeah. Whatever it is. But on my nose, like I don't have a choice. Like it's going to be there. Yeah. So, yeah, you just get all that self-doubt. But um, I think, yeah, for me, I knew that I was here for a reason and I was going to just stick to. You were kind of like, I'm here. Yeah, I'm done. here I'm and I just me. need to, yeah, do it for yeah. me. Yeah, that was it. Um, when I got my breast implants, my I was just so excited. I was like, "Oh man, I'm on, I'm on cloud fucking nine. Like, I'm gonna have tears." Because I remember, like, I used to even get comments on social media, like, "Are you even a woman? Like, are you transgender?" Because I had no no boobs, and it was yeah. really it it did it, it it impacts you slightly, but yeah. genuinely, like, my diaries from when I was a kid are like, "When I turn eighteen, I'm gonna get a boob job." Like, I used to tell my mom, "I'm saving for a boob job." Now, once I got married and had my kids, pretty much instantly in that time, your body changes a lot. Yeah, that's right. But I remember, like, I didn't feel emotional until I got into the hospital room and what happens was like I well you did better than me because I, I was the one that was emotional and yeah, you weren't you're yeah. actually stronger than me and I yeah but up until I got into the actual so what happened was I said goodbye to Maggie they wheeled me into like almost like a pre-op room and when I got there they kept trying to find my vein and because I was dehydrated I was so anxious I wasn't drinking a lot of water and I don't think we could have drank a lot of water because pre-surgery yeah, is supposed to have an empty stomach and they tried finding a vein and they couldn't and that was stressing me out because I was like, oh, my God, I'm so scared. And then, like, another doctor had come in. And remember, we're in Turkey. A lot of them are speaking Turkish around you. But they were so lovely and they were like, it's okay. You're going to be okay. And they got a doctor who could do it. And they put that in and they wheel you to the actual surgery room. And this place is like a fucking fridge. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to die on this table. <laughs> what the fuck am I doing? And I laid there and, like, tears started streaming down my face. And then that's when this beautiful nurse, like, came up to me. And she just like 
literally like because I was shivering because I was so cold. It was cold yeah. in there. But naked yeah, with a gown on. <laughs> yeah. I had my period nonetheless. I was wearing oh my, my period on this. That's right. I remember that. And I was like. And then tears streaming down my face. But I wasn't scared of the surgery. What I was. Well, I was. But I was more scared about the fact that like this is actually happening. Like yeah, this is that's getting right. real. Yeah. It hit me then. Yeah. And she just like kind of gave me a cut and she's like, it's okay. And then the surgeon came in. He's like, you're going to be okay. You go sleep now. And like <laughs> next thing I knew, like I looked up into you're the out. lights and I was out. Woke up and I was on cloud nine. Like genuinely on cloud nine. Look, I'm not promoting plastic surgery. I think, you know, you're beautiful just the way you are. And I think do what makes you happy. This was just something that I did for myself. And oftentimes like people did – asked me they were like was there a reason behind it like did you get it for someone else and you know it's like anything that you get done like it could be Botox it could be filler it's like society's pressure to for women like I remember reading statistics that in the world 86.5 percent of plastic surgeries are made done on women like women are very susceptible like one person can tell you something and it does it makes you want to alter your body but for me, it genuinely was something that I always wanted. Hence why, like, I feel like my process of it all and just, like, my journey was very different to so many women. I had yeah. a friend who went overseas after I did, went to the same surgeon and everything, and she called me and she was crying. And I was like, what's wrong? She goes, I don't know whether I want this. And I was like, why did you do it? And she goes, because my husband had commented wow. that my boobs could be bigger and he would like me to get a, a boob job. Yeah, and he went wild. with her to Turkey. Yeah, wow. And she was crying. And I said, look, it's firstly, it's post-surgery emotions. I was crying over just about everything. Yeah. But also make sure you're doing it for you. Who gives a fuck what anyone says Yeah, I agree. To you? That's exactly right. Your body. Yeah. But it comes down to like social media does play a huge part in. Massive part and more so now than it ever did when we were growing Like even for me, I know I'm a lot older than you, but even for me there was none of that on social media. Like if, yeah. if people were having it done, it was something that you didn't it know. Hidden. It wasn't shown. And I think back then as well, I mean like I think there's a stigma around it and around plastic surgery. Yeah. And I think that's why even a lot of the girls that I knew that had had it done had never said anything because it was almost like you know, I don't know if it's embarrassing, but it was just like, oh, you don't talk about it. You don't talk about, yes, um, having plastic surgery. 100% because it's culture because it's like you got your tits done. Why would you want to get your boobs done? Like, You saw when I went, I told no one. Yeah, I know. I did a – I was like, you better tell your mum. Like we're not not flying halfway across the world. Like Like, (laughs) shit goes wrong. Like I'm not picking up the phone. Like you better tell her. I didn't tell anyone. I didn't tell anyone full stop. But I, my mum had – Maggie ended up telling me like, dude, you need to tell your mum. And I called her and I knew the answer. Like she was like, are you serious? She was like, get it done here. Like I'll literally pay for you to get it done here. I'm like, mum, it's not the money. Like it's not about the money. She's like, I'm really worried about you. Like, please. And she goes, and if you change your mind, you can get there and just have a holiday and come back home. It's okay. And, you know, that's mum's intuition. Like, yeah. it is scary, you know. Oh, of and course. All of it was that. scary but for us too. The reason why I didn't tell anyone, because I didn't want anyone's opinions. I went on yeah. social media and I posted every day, even right after surgery, I posted pre-recorded content to pretend like I was still in Australia. That's the lengths I went to. I remember that. You setting hide. alarms at like two in the morning, yeah. you're up. And Maggie was like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm uploading. Doing? And at yeah. one stage she was so doped up with medication. I was sitting there she watching goes, the stories like, oh, fuck, look at what Yaz is doing. Like, what the hell? She goes, when did you go to the play center <laughs> with the kids? Hey, I, I was go, high, right? okay? I was high. That was wild. Hey, guys, make sure you subscribe to our Hanging For More podcast and follow us on our socials, Hanging For More, for all the updated information and new podcast releases. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review. That was the whole thing with like opinions. Firstly, like everyone has opinions on things and I just didn't want to hear it. Like 
I didn't tell my in-laws about going, but as soon as I got back, before I told anyone, before I posted on Instagram, I called and I was like, hey, this is actually where I've been. I haven't been avoiding you guys the last two weeks. I've actually been overseas. And I was so surprised. You know, my mother-in-law was so kind and she was like, show me. And like, I went on FaceTime. She goes, they look really natural. Like they suit you. Yeah. And I was like, thank you. I really appreciate it. And like, that was so accepting because I feel like it's almost easier to ask for, for forgiveness than it is to ask for permission yeah, kind of thing. And I, it's like same with social media. Once you come and you've already got it done, yeah. there's like it's done. What am I going to do? Take out the implant? Like it's done, bro. Speaking of implant, did you see our surgeon um, did a calf, uh, what's it called? An implant, calf implant on a male? Because I know you were reading out the statistics before about women, yes. but there's so much more uh, men no. getting stuff done. Like obviously abs, as I think you've seen. I've seen too. abs. But yeah, he did a calf um, implant. Uh, <laughs> How skinny was this guy that he got a calf His implant? calves were, well, clearly, like, yeah, very Get skinny. Out. No, I'm serious. Yep. Have you seen the Botox of people putting Botox into their traps? Yeah, I want to get Must, that done. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, I have really, they're it's just become really a manly. trending it's, thing for brides to yeah. get their traps done on on their um, shoulders. Basically, yeah, I actually to make messaged. It more feminine. Get yeah, out. I swear I did. Why? I messaged my. my I've never even noticed your traps. Uh, not that it matters whether I no, notice or I, not, but I'm no, saying I feel I like as soon as I, I actually saw um, an influencer post about it, um, and wow. I was like, "Oh my god, I didn't even know that was a thing." And so I, I, I forwarded it to my injector, and I was, I was just like, "Oh my god, like, See, do you do this?" Social media. Do you think it plays a negative impact on society in some ways? Like, do you know how like you would have never got an idea? I would have never gotten an idea, and I probably never would have really. It's always been something that's like like I've thought about and sort of kind of bothered me but not your traps yeah like not I wouldn't say like I just feel <laughs> like they're just like when I look at other women I'm like why do mine stick out like that you know and I remember asking my personal trainer and he was like that's that's muscle like you've just yeah. it's obviously with your work and just yeah. when you lift and the way you lift um but I was like fuck damn that looks good like I think I, I want that and so I was like do you do this and she was like yeah it's I do so I was like great I need to have a consult do you think influencers have a negative impact on people like on women when it comes to plastic surgery and body altering things? Like do you think that they play, they have a negative role in that sense? Like by showing you, it's almost like giving you the information. It's like when you have a kid and you're like, don't have sex, but this is how you have sex. It's like it is too much information almost like negative? Well, or do you think I, I don't know if negative is the right word. Like I would say like if you're – look, it definitely makes me question things. Um, that maybe you wouldn't have that questioned. I maybe wouldn't have questioned um and I guess I don't know I mean I guess you could say negative but I don't know that's a that's a tough one I like think it's almost like owner like your your you and you can choose what you do what information you do take or not take from whatever you view yeah on like obviously media. there's a fine line I think when you're looking at things on social media and there's you know a lot of influence out influences out there but even like your friends around you I mean you might have friends who you know aren't on social media but that get quite a lot of work done so um I mean you're not on social media and I got the whole under eye filler from you when it when you were getting it done I was like that. uh, yeah that's right I've been getting it done for like like five six years yeah Yeah, yeah. correct so um so it's like really influence can come from anywhere yeah that's exactly right the fact that it's just just more show that yeah more so now that it's everywhere on social media like every time you open your phone there's something someone's having something done or talking about something. So you're kind of like, oh, okay, that looks interesting. I might just try it. And then once you try something, you know, it's it's like the never-ending cycle. Like you do your eyes and then you find something else and then it's just – it doesn't – where does it stop? Yeah, true. I mean there there's a really fine line between it. And I think like 
we're rearing the line between just little Again, things. Again, like, we're not promoting any yeah. Botox or plastic surgery. Yeah. This is just obviously something that we're both sharing for yeah. our own personal experiences that we've no, had 100%. done. So, And you more so because you probably get more shit from social media than, than anything else. I don't have to put up with that. What would you do if your kid said to you like they want to get plastic surgery or something like something body altering? Do you think that would <laughs> play? Like do you think genuinely like what would be okay to you? And I'm not talking about a kid kid. I'm talking about like an <sighs> 16 to 18 year old. Well, it depends on what they would have done. Like it's probably going to sound contradicting. <laughs> You're going to be like, you fucking don't Go make on. sense. Um, I think it depends. Like I think it depends. So <laughs> this is like, going to well, be a what's whole. what's okay and what's not. Um, I'm really interested in yeah, this Yeah, I know you're really interested in this one. I don't know. I think if she came to me and said. She. If so she automatically your me, head went to she. Okay. Isn't if it she, funny? Like we really are wired in our head to think like women change themselves. Men are happy just the way they are. Yeah. Well, that's probably the case. Yeah. Um, I mean, but my, if I, you know, I'm pretty sure my son. What if, will, what if your son was like, like, I want a calf I'm, implant? Um, I'd get him a gym membership and a personal <laughs> trainer and I'd like get your fucking ass to the gym for two years and then let's talk yeah. about it. Like it's not, yeah, like there's certain boundaries and, and things that I guess I would be open to and then there's others that I think I would just make them wait a little bit or do more research about it um, and maybe speak to someone about it and just see it rather than making, an, you know, I'm going to get it done, okay, let's book it, like maybe let's wait a year or so, see how you feel about it. Yeah. Because, you know, depends on what age group as well and, I mean, I don't know. I think it's just something that I'd have to go through. I feel like we're going to we're gonna face this kind of stuff a lot sooner than we ever did because these days just kids are just trying. Like I've seen skincare videos from like seven-year-olds on TikTok like doing a skincare video using like niacinamide and retinol and it's like, sorry, you're a pube. You don't need this skincare. Like this skincare is probably going to damage your skin rather than like you've got baby skin. There's no yeah. need to touch it. But like these days all of that kind of stuff is very different to the way we grew up. Well, it is. You know? And a lot of it could be hormonal but there's not a lot of talk about that. It's more so, you know, mm -hmm. there's, you know, problem areas. This is how we can fix it and treat it and there's not so much talk around like, you know, hormones and, you know, it's whether like the it's pill. diet when, when and doctors things like chuck that. kids, like teenage girls straight on the pill. No I mean, right. if there's any sort of hormonal issues, it's like, oh, here's well, the pill. Well, touching on that, remember I had a stroke from being on the pill. Um, and I was told that they should be testing your, like doing a blood sample and seeing wow. what your estrogen level is or whatever it may be because, you know, being prescribed something that might have higher levels of a certain um, estrogen in that pill and you're taking it for a long time can cause a really negative side effect. So, yeah, I feel like um, today's society is very woke about the pill. Like oh, if you search yeah. pill into TikTok, like birth control, the amount of crap that comes up, like people are dead, dead set against it now and are just very like – one way or another with it it's it's insane and I love I love that we're so woke with everything and I hate using that word because it's very gen z but people are starting to open up their eyes to a lot of things and just like breast implant illness a lot of people are speaking about it and that is something that even I considered like I read up about it was so passionate about it and then I was like do you know what I'm going to take the risk if I get it I get it it's meant to be I'll get the implants removed if I don't then it is like this generation's very aware so what would your advice to be to anyone considering or thinking about getting any plastic surgery or body altering done? I think it'd be like make sure you're doing it for you. Yeah, like 100%. So often we can think we're doing it for us and then there's a small, a small part of you that has let a comment get to you or whatever. Like this is your body at the end of the day. So make sure that if you are 
changing anything about yourself. It's only for you and really dig deep on that and think about it. I remember. Yeah, I think definitely taking the time too and not yeah. like rushing into it. Like, I mean, I researched for two years before getting it done because yeah. I wanted to make sure I was it was something that I really wanted to do. So I think taking the time to really research and um, think about what you're doing rather than acting on impulse. A hundred percent research. Do your research and make sure that you're doing it for you is my biggest advice. I remember when I, I got my boob job, I came back from Turkey and I just remember like being really curious as to like how my husband reacted to having boobs. Like I always thought like, do you know when you ask a guy and you're like, you're a boober and ass man. Do you know what sucks? <laughs> when you have none. You don't have ass. You, you don't, don't have, have ass. No, I don't. Yes, Max, you, do. you just yes, have a surfboard. You That's you why you think ass. I have ass, but I don't. Anyway, and I said, are you a boober and ass man? And he goes, oh, I'm a you man. Do you know what a sting that is when he's like, I'm a you man? Like, no, he it's can't not. even he's... name if he's a boober and ass oh, man because I've got neither. No. Like, it's shit. Anyway, when I got back, I was like, I wonder what he's going to react. Now, I remember the first time we were intimate, nothing had changed. Everything was the same. Our sex life was exactly the same. There was no hyper fixation. Don't get me wrong. They're exciting at first. And it's like, oh, let me New touch. Toys. But yeah. after that, like, it's like it's normal. And I was like, I love. I love that I did this for me because your opinion or your reaction to them doesn't mean anything to me. No, but I was right. anticipating what it would mean for us. <laughs> like, would yeah. this be different? Yeah, was you know this what I mean? Change anything yeah, would this for change you? anything? Yeah. And when it didn't, I was like, man, you'd have won. Yeah, you'd no, won. Billy is the one. Yeah. Do you think, so having said that, do you think that with everything going on in the world today with social media and everything being out there, um, do you think that people should be sharing what they have done? Should be honest about like what social work they media do. People having to share their yeah. Well, like, do you think that they should be honest and open about it? I think it's a double-edged sh- sh- sword. Yeah, like with social media, you can share absolutely everything, and you would get hate for it. You could not share everything, and you could get hate for it. So it's like more of take care of your mental health, whatever it is, whatever that looks like. I think lying about something is bad. Like if someone asks you, "Hey, did you yeah, get a boob job? Get done? Did you get eye filler done?" Did you get these? Or well, have you had any work done? Yeah, and have you like, had any no, work done? And there's so many influences. Like I know um, there's a TikTok star who denied having a BBL for so long. We ain't long. mentioning any names, guys. <laughs> no names. So. <laughs> whole, you'll know who it is. But a BBL and she continually lied and lied and lied and then at the end came out. But I understand like people's mental health, it's like maybe I don't want to face this. And they this. might be afraid of the backlash that they yeah, might get like, as well. Yeah, like I don't want to yeah. face this right now. But I think it's also very negative for a girl to go, well, maybe she works out and has a personal trainer. She's loaded. Like maybe that's what I need to do. And that's a positive thing for them to try to work out. But don't kill yourself trying to get there because a lot of people have work done. It's almost like the Kardashians. So many people look up to them and they're forever sworn they haven't got work done when so many know they do. So it's more of like from my standpoint, it's definitely where you can be honest. I think you can help a lot of people by sharing your journey. And the people who hate you, they hate you regardless of what you post. It doesn't matter what you post, they're going to find something in it. That's You're going to so be like, true. I like Cabri instead of Lint. And they're going to be like, well, fuck you, you dumb hoe. Yeah, about so Lint? true. Like, or the whole jealousy and what you have and they can't have. So, yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, I have um, a lot of that. There is a few people on my page who often come and will just attack for just about anything. Like I could be folding a towel <laughs> a wrong way and they're like, you know you're not supposed to be funny. And I'm like, oh, my God, I can't deal. Lock and delete. Do you think um, that the way you've been brought up does impact your insecurities? Like, say, your mum viewing how she views her body. Do you think you've followed in their footsteps? Do you know what I mean? Like, I know for me personally, my mum grew up with 
like a lot of women, insecurities about her stomach, about her legs and would often mention it. And I remember it did make me self-conscious about my body and that's something I tried to improve for my kids, being really body conscious and very positive about my body. And look, I'm not here like, oh, my God, I'm the most beautiful girl in the world in front of my kid. Yeah. It's just more of these are natural. Yeah, I have stretch marks. They're beautiful. Um, yeah, this skin does sag. And even when I got my boobs done, like – my kids are a little bit too young for me to explain that to them. Like they think I watered my boobs and they grew. So like <laughs> they're a bit too young. But when they get older, like even as early as 10, I will be straight up honest. Yeah, I changed. I changed my body. And you know what? When you're an adult and if you choose to do that for you, that's on you. But I remember growing up, there was no body positivity in my house. Was there body positivity in your house? It just wasn't spoken about, to be honest with you. It wasn't something that was really spoken about. I never really sort of... Nothing was mentioned to me Anything in that about sense. Eating, like, oh, eating, I don't gain eating in, in terms of eating, yeah, like it was like you were basically force fed. So it was just like oh, you so just. You grew up so very we grew up different. the opposite, yeah, where it was like you you had to eat, you had to constantly be so fed. So body body didn't mean anything. Like body image didn't mean anything. No, no, it was more just in terms of like being at school and stuff, where people would be awesome. like, "Are you are you Greek or are you Arab?" And I'd be like, "What <laughs> makes you say that?" And they'd be like, "Your nose." Oh. And I was like, "Okay, great, thanks." Like. <laughs> Okay, so it was more like where your insecurities stem from was more like school school kids and growing yeah. up around people that did mention Well, and also the fact that we all have a bit of a fucked up nose in our family. Yeah. So it was it was oh, like, yeah, oh, okay, it's a unum thing. Like you've all got – you can all tell your unums. Yeah, see those comments like that yeah. though. Yeah, it does. It stems. Yeah. It stays with you. I remember when I was um pregnant with my daughter – one day my brother, he's going to kill me for saying this, but he's also going to laugh because he walked in and he goes, Paul, you've gained weight. And I was to like, you? Yeah, and I was pregnant. <laughs> like I was heavily pregnant. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah. And I like held it in. And when I went home, Billy's like, what are you doing? And I was running up and down the stairs, heavily oh pregnant. My he goes, God. what are you doing? I go, I feel like shit. And he goes, oh, my God. And his now wife, I remember sitting up with me and being like, you don't say that to a pregnant woman. <laughs> da, 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 da. And like now he, he's I guess it kids. was more of a shock to Yeah, it was him, more like of a shock. Like seeing your body yeah. gone you know through so much changes. women change yeah. so drastically. And your body, I mean, just, I mean, I didn't know you back then, but when you showed me a photo of your boobs when you were pregnant or yeah. when you were breastfeeding, I couldn't believe they were actually yours. Yeah, like, yeah. No, they grew heaps. Yeah, but so your body changed quite a bit. When I was pregnant, bit. like it did, it played a big impact on me, like, my family's like very um, looks their best and really takes pride in their appearance, which I I don't you know I love that about them. But I think also like a focus on your appearance does often can play a negative side effect, like have a negative impact on you. And I think like stuff like boobs and stuff was never mentioned in my house. It wasn't like oh yeah this, but like me when you have a sister, they're pretty brutal. Like my yeah. sister's like I'm younger than you and I have more tit than you. Yeah. <laughs> it was a shit feeling when I couldn't borrow her bra yeah. or like even compare. But it does. It plays a huge impact and I'm sure many can relate to that having a sibling, especially a sister more so than anything, even point out something about you like you've gained weight or you look different. Yeah, even having said that, I remember at um, school there was a girl that was obviously told by her family that she was just too fat and not to eat too much and she, I remember her coming to school with cans of baby food, like those glass jars of baby food. Get it. No, I'm not joking. And I remember at lunchtime was like, what's what's going on? Like, because I used to love the custard baby food. <laughs> I'm just... <laughs> Yeah, when it comes to food, the baby custard. I don't know if you've ever tried no. them. Okay, well, they probably don't taste the same now, but like 35 years ago, they were amazing. So she'd come to school with um, little butt jars yeah, of see, baby like food. Yeah, like the impact that your family has on you yeah. and the words. Like in my house, the word 
fat is banned. Yeah. And the only reason is I don't want it to be used as a negative word. And I remember once like Noah, I don't know, was like, because you're fat, his sister. And I was like, that's a bad, like you don't say that because that could be really hurtful to someone. Yeah. And I didn't know what to do so I just banned it altogether. Yeah. But it's just I, I want that positivity. Like I walk around nearly naked in my house and I'm like, yep, this is what the human body looks like. It's normal. And my mum did the same growing up. She was always in her underwear and bra or like shorts and bra. Thank and fuck so I never saw that. <laughs> I'm talking about with my mum, not your mum. <laughs> no, but like it yeah. was so good. She would like have the door open, be on the toilet and be like, yeah, what do you want? And we're like talking. So I love that yeah, energy nah. around your body. I, definitely Are you not like that me. with your kid? No. Oh, yeah. Definitely not. So I am. No. I'm like, yeah, cool. I, I mean, I'm not even allowed to be in the bathroom when he's going to the bathroom. So oh, wow. he's okay, very yeah. like get Oh, no, out. for him, yeah. I understand him, my yeah. kids But even for me, like, no. I mean, once he got to a certain age, oh, yeah, I was true. just like, not really. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, have you ever compared yourself to social media, like people on social media, honestly? I have, yes. More in terms of fitness models, um, you know, influencers who are in the fitness industry and just I want – I want, you know, the line that she has on her leg, you know, on her thighs, like just looking at her body and going. What line, bro? Like you, I don't know what it's called. It's like this, I just would look at their oh, physique. Oh, like um, the quads. The, yeah, like and I'd the look at their definition. physique yeah, on the side and I'd be like, I want her body. Like, why is this not, why don't I look like that? How do I, how do I, you know, look like that? And then it's all, it's also like, you know, what they share with, you know, what they share on social media in terms of what they're eating. The um, what I eat in a the day. The what is, I eat yeah. in a day. And it was like, fuck, like I, if I follow that, like I'm going to look like that. So in terms of that aspect, yeah, it used to play with my yeah. head all the time. So I used to um, follow this social media influencer. You guys might know her. I think her name is still Salt. She's drop dead gorgeous, like literally stunning. And as a young girl, I really looked up to her and still do. Like she's stunning. And I just remember like literally fixating on her at one stage. Like no joke, I'd go on her Instagram page every single day and her YouTube at the time and I used to watch her and literally watch her all day and I was like, she's so pretty. Like I hope even if I can be 10% as pretty as her, like I would be so happy. And it got to the point when I started checking it every day, I knew it was an unhealthy obsession and it made me hate myself a lot more. And so I decided for me that it was a lot healthier to unfollow and just not to watch her stuff anymore. And it did. It helped me a lot. But I'm laughing because I'm like, that's like me with Sky Wheatley at the moment. I, I literally, I'm obsessed with her. And I'm, sometimes I'm like, I reckon if I look at her hard enough, I might morph into her. So <laughs> I might start to look like she's her. So funny. Yeah. And like, she's the one with the whole, with the traps. Like yeah. I saw her. Oh, did her, she do that too? Yeah. I saw yeah. her getting it done. So like, I think for, it's crazy. Like I obviously, you know, years ago, this wasn't around. So mm. I didn't have as much of that in my face. Whereas now as I've gotten older, I mean, I'm 41, now I'm starting to probably feel, if anything, more insecure about myself wow. than I ever did years ago because it wasn't in my face as much. Yeah. So. Maybe maybe because I am in the influencer field, I'm not as influenced. Like I really do know that like, man, it's not all as it seems. Do you know how many times I've spoken to influencers? And I'm going to give you the insider here. So many times I've spoken to influencers like through messages and stuff and the stuff that they've told me, I would never share on here. I'm not that type of person. I don't like gossiping. But the stuff that they've told me, like not everything is as it seems. There are couples that are, pretend to be happy that aren't unhappy. There's things going on in their lives that are pretty heavy. There's bullying, heavy bullying going on behind the scenes with social media. And they go about their day as if everything is still the same because they have to and because social media is a job. But like don't believe everything that you see is my genuine advice. And I think like especially even to you, like seeing things and going I really want to be like that, like I know it's not as easy as being like don't believe what you see because it's like, well, 
man, they're on a video. Like, what's there not to believe? Like, I see them. They look great. And look, they they probably do look that great. But a lot of the time, it's not not everything that it seems. I've gone to influencer events and I'm like, sorry, you are? And then they'll say their name and I'm actually following them on Instagram. And I'm like, you look – in my head, I'm like, you look nothing like you do on social media. Like, yeah. holy cow, like the editing that goes on behind the scenes. And this is not everyone. There's just some, but I've been to an event before where we've taken a group photo and they've passed that photo around to everyone who's in the photo to face tune their face. And when I got it, I said, what am I supposed to do with this photo? And they're like, oh, face tune. So then when we upload and I was like, sorry, yeah, I was in wild. shock, but it yeah. doesn't happen. It's like, it's just, it stems from insecurity and being on a public platform. For some, it's easier to just edit I think, and be perfect yeah. as opposed to, you know, just jumping on and being raw and authentic and not having a filter on your face it's it's full on it's sad it is know? and I think the one thing that you've always taught me is just to be kind to yourself yeah um and that you know everyone's journey is different and everyone's body is obviously very different at different stages and I think to just take that into consideration when you are looking at you know any body altering um or anything that you're seeing on social media that's one thing that I've learned from you um is to just be more kind to myself and really just appreciate what I've got um so someone someone once said to me and this has stuck with me forever is your what you're insecure about is what makes you unique and oftentimes and I'm not saying this about everything but oftentimes what makes you unique is what makes you you and by taking that away you you look like just everyone else and I don't know whether that's something that anyone would want you don't want it to be the same painting yeah, as you, everyone we are else. all really be beautiful unique. in our own way yeah. and that's what makes us beautiful I remember feeling really self-conscious about my stretch marks and I had also varicose veins yeah. in my legs that I had removed because of actual pain and stuff like that like medical reasons but my once I got them removed all I could see was my stretch marks yeah and I had I mean? them at the There's, back of my knee something and then something yeah. else yeah I had them at the back of my knee oh my god and I was like who the fuck gets stretch marks at the back of their knee I've heard of the ass the bum the thighs inner thighs yeah boobs arms but the back of your knee but that was in pregnancy and now I'm like I flaunted I'm like I don't give a shit I'm wearing that short dress I don't care anymore because I decided to embrace it and a question I did get asked a lot is now that you've had plastic surgery is there anything else you want done and my answer is are we going to take you are we going to take you (laughs) my answer is no I'm genuinely happy Happy. and I'm not saying plastic surgery fixes everything but it's made me more confident and I'm, I'm good I'm genuinely good. Would you change anything else? Definitely not. I think I'm pretty much perfect. (laughs) (laughs) There you have it. Hey, guys, thanks for listening and I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, be sure to leave us a review and share it with your friends and family. 